The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Big celebration today, Saturday, October 9th, 2021. It is episode 600. 600 weeks consecutively, and we're going to look back at episode one and discuss rare and limited edition cigars, and uh, are they all that, or is it just marketing? Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right. Uh, Our friend Brett brought us a bottle. In the future. Nice. And Barry doesn't drink anymore. No, my blood work came back positive. Positive? Not positive. That's a really bad way to say normal. Thank you. It's the only thing normal about me. Well, my cholesterol's back below where it should be. Uh, I'm at a normal risk for a stroke, unfortunately. So I am going to drink in moderation. Oh. oh. Just today or always? No, I'm going to have, uh, instead of having the one drink every night on the deck, it's now getting colder. So I'm going to do one or two drinks uh, a week. Okay. All right. Hmm. So what do we got here? So you should have taken the action. Well, you, I'm, it's actually good you didn't take the action because I predicted he would be back. Uh this is the John Walker and Sons John Celebratory Blend. It's a blended Scotch whiskey, and it is a product of Scotland. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Brett is the man. Uh, can you imagine being able to deliver this to us in the future? Huh. He's the man. It's amazing. All right. None for Ed Sullivan, but no. the studio audience can have some. There's cups here. You guys, take it and help yourself. Do we have cake? So a uh, two-finger pour, but I want to use Dave's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> With or without the Lancero? I, I think we With do. the Lancero in between? I think give we. Give him the one at the end, which is a, <laughs> it, it's a bigger one. You okay. Give me the biggest one. I see what you were trying to do, Jonathan. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we do have some cake. All right. We're going to take a big risk. I'm leaving my station. All right. Keep your, so anything could happen. Keep yeah, your just, fat fingers crossed. All right. And I like <laughs> this. I like that we're not watering this down and we're drinking it like men and we're not putting ice in the drink. Okay. All right. To, to getting to 1,000, Dave doesn't want to. I don't know about 1,000, but to, get, getting this, to, to 1, get to 601. Here's another eight years. Thank you. I don't know about that. But uh, thank you to, to all, everyone who played part in this. Thank you, uh, From the very beginning and all the way through. And uh, isn't this nice? This is, I know this cake. I know this cake from the Cigar Authority cookbook. If you not have purchased the Cigar Authority cookbook, you can do that on the Cigar Authority. And you too can make a carrot cake that does not suck. And it's on all those Amazons and Bonds and Noble and all that stuff. Or just go to the Cigar Authority. We have them in stock, and we can send them in with with your care package. We can do it with the regular order that you want, mm. or just by itself. But uh, inside 
the Cigar Authority cookbook on page 19 is Ed Sullivan's Carrot Cake That Doesn't Suck. Ed Sullivan's Carrot Cake That Doesn't Suck. It looks just like that. Right. The same person made both of them. The presentation on that cake is very nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's tasty as can be. I've had it. I like the diced walnuts on the side. If you don't want them, you don't eat that part. There it is. I like the fact that it's it's, it's, a beautiful picture, too, Cream cheese frosting that you make at Sullivan. I used Irish butter, too. Irish butter, cream cheese. Little it's bit almost of, a buttercream frosting. Almost. It's delicious. A little bit of vanilla. Real high, vanilla or? Uh, real high quality vanilla. In this, Madagascar? This, this particular one I have in my hands is the one of one. This is the fixed copy. So if you actually do go on Amazon, you're going to get the fixed copy where the shadow is correct on the cigar that matches with the utensils. On all the ones that yeah. are out there. When the they came fight. in, somehow that was my fault. I never touched anything. I sent him my recipe. That was it. I didn't proofread nothing. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. All right. Clearly your fault. I, so, Do you think you can light the candles? Oh, yeah. Let's do that because uh, it's time to light the candles. The official, <laughs> the official lighting it yeah. is brought to you by the Vertigo Cyclone. We're on. Uh, well, I want the candle. Oh, there you go. Wow. Oh. I guess the cyclone is being used to light the candles. The right? cyclone is being used to light the candles. They are twelve ninety nine or two for twenty at twoguyscigars.com. This is the original, the OG, if you will, patented Vertigo big ass tank. It's no frills on this lighter. You get easy adjustment on the bottom and a flip top. Once again, OG is old guy. <laughs> original gangster. Okay. It's the old doesn't it isn't it better that it's the old guy? It's yeah. the, old, the old original. No, because this lighter works so well, and especially if you end up in a third world country with this, you, it's like you invented fire. Tom Criswell says Dave should have been a hand model. Yes. <laughs> I, I was going to get into that. You what still you, could. Yeah? You still could. These are comical hands. Put a little... Right? They're, you're they're a like, little ashy there. If I had one less finger, it would be a cartoon. <laughs> Get a little hand moisturizer and then get some pictures taken. It's soft now, though. But the back, a little ashy there. Those yeah. big cartoon mitts. They are. Episode 600. What do you remember, Mr. Jonathan? The only one here on the panel that was here for episode one. Uh, episode one, we had the comedian that'll remain nameless. For, and his, for his sake. We, we do that correct. for his sake. Uh, we also had in studio, we had Victor Vitali because the very first one never aired. Yes. The very first one was a test to see if everything worked, and he never... Was a, he was a local rep? It wasn't recorded, because yeah. we didn't have recording equipment. We just had <laughs> we had just had a webcam and a laptop. That was how mm-hmm. we were getting it out there on Ustream. I, I posted something on social media that this was happening, and Anthony Pepe got in there and says, I remember episode one, because he was the Condex box. He let me use Condom box? Condex. You're thinking in terms of... Uh, Chuck Morrison's first episode. When it was ah. me as the producer, it was a mixer exactly like that mixer okay. there. Okay, all right. Uh, that episode never aired, and then the episode that did air, uh, I believe, was Christian Aroa calling in to the Easy Jail 19 Skype line. Easy Jail 19, which <laughs> was our phone number. 
Huh. And I tried to get it so that it said a word. We had, six, we had six <laughs> listeners. One of them was Rudy from Canada. So we put it out there to the masses yeah. and said, can you help us with this number? And, and you look on the phone and you see what, what the letters are and you do it. But it was your wife that figured out yeah. Easy Jail 19. Easy Jail 19. Yeah. And, and we're going to have a phone number. We, we do have a phone number, which we're not telling yet. Oh, nice. We have a phone number. Secret. We're gonna so somebody else that's doing a podcast that's gonna take phone things need needed the phone number through the board. We have it, and I think on the in late October or something they're gonna start. And when they get it down, yeah, when it's uh, tested properly, we bought it, mm-hmm. so it's it's ours, and we'll end up maybe incorporating it to the Cigar Authority to huh. maybe start taking phone calls. As Why? We start, because we're running out of material. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know when Chuck's first episode was? That was July 19th, 2010. Wow. Same year. Same year. Because Jonathan quit very shortly after yeah, the yeah. show started. And then, did you quit before um, Tommy Grella quit? No. Tommy <laughs> Grella quit first. So, yeah, this thing looked like a, a, a bomb going off at the beginning of it. But I stayed with it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. No. I quit first. Tommy Grella was on when Chuck was there. Okay. And... Uh, the very first episode that Chuck was on, his laptop crashed, and I was here, and I had all my equipment in the car just in case. I went out, I got my other laptop, and we set it up. So that was the only show that I know of that legit started 20 minutes late. Hmm. Everything else has started and, on and, time. And in those days, it was seven radio stations that picked us up. Uh, when Chuck signed on, it was you got the radio stations. Before that, there was no um, there was talk of radio stations, but we didn't have that Comtron box and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Comrex. Comrex. Mm. Um, and we had to get special phone lines put in and all kinds of stuff that ended up happening. Uh, and the radio stations, we ended up being 20 minutes late for a radio station, which is trouble. I don't know what, it, what they ended up doing, but it was the whole thing was trouble. The whole radio thing was... That was tough. Nothing, nothing but early, early on, I remember we had, to, we had to take the recorder and... During the commercial break. So the commercial break never oh, made it onto the yes, podcast. Yes. We would take the first file and VPN that to oh my God. the radio station. So that they had the next. Which yeah. means I needed another laptop because I was using this laptop to broadcast. And I'm switching SD cards and then hitting record just in time that for the second hour and then splicing the two together. The show would take an hour after huh. and it didn't sound that good. But it took me an hour to that get was, everything banged up. It was up. the olden days. It was. Yeah, that's when I went out and hired a professional producer. Well, I had quit, so they had no choice. Has Barry already been smoking a cigar? Yeah, it's twelve <laughs> ten on our six hundredth <laughs> anniversary. Right. I couldn't wait anymore. Oh my god! All right, what are we smoking, Barry? What are you smoking? Today's first cigar is the Agonorsa Rare Leaf, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Agonorsa Leaf. The size is a 6x54 Toro, and it features a Nicaraguan cafe wrapper from Jalapa, a double binder consisting of Criollo 98 times 2, and fillers of Corojo 99 and Criollo 98. A single cigar will set you back $11.69, while a box of 15 is $155.99, which comes out to just $10.40 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $20 or 11% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. So wonder why they put a double binder on it. 
double binder of to make Criollo. it double tasty. Double tasty. Mm. All right, mm. let's see. And it's real leaf, so it's rare. Yeah, you can't get these things, right? I well, have a theory. Have yeah. I have a theory as to why the double binder. I believe that this cafe wrapper is super thin, ah. so you would run into split wrapper issues if you didn't double up on the binder. I got the hero in the center of mine. A little swirl. I got a little swirl. Here we go. Barry has no idea. No, he's I, already cutting light. Cigar. I looked and I remembered <laughs> that I had the uh, marble rice swirl. There you go. Uh-huh. All right. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut the out two the two of you are just adorable <laughs> and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars. They stand for quality. Tradition. I'm going to do something that I normally wouldn't do, but I'm trying to help a buddy. Yeah. All right. So uh, here you go. This is a rare cigar, and we're going to talk about rare cigars. Is it a rare cigar or just the leaf on it? You're welcome. Just the leaf? (laughs) (laughs) Walk away and find a new spot. Okay. (laughs) A couple people just got that. Yes. I'll explain in, later. Inside jokes, which is what we're not supposed to do on a show, is inside jokes. Just don't tell Jim Collison, who, by the way, what a jerk, raises <laughs> his hand on the clubhouse, and I go and spend like 10 minutes trying to figure out how to get it. He drops off the call, so I text him, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. He waits six hours to text me back and say, oh, I raised maybe my hand by accident. Maybe something was wrong. Oh, really? Hey, at least he answered you. I reached out when you had the COVIDs, and you didn't even freaking acknowledge me. I acknowledged you the first time the conversation was over. Whatever you said after that was just an extra text message I had to read. Huh. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Cyclone. That's a candle lighter, isn't it? This is high, this is high octane whiskey. I'm going to get drunk. What am I doing? It's a Vertigo Cyclone. (laughs) This is the original patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got a flip-top, easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $12.99 or two for $20 on twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. I didn't taste any of the whiskey yet because I wanted to taste the beginning of the cigar. Mm -hmm. It's a very good cigar. It's uh, one of my favorites from Algonosa. Yeah. Too strong for Dave, I think. Meaty. Mm. I smoke it often. It's meaty. All right, now I'll try to scotch whiskey. High so, octane? It's high. Yeah, it's yeah, 53%. Uh, 100, 102 proof. Um, so I bought... How can it be more than 100? Like you give it's a rating a of percentage. It's no, 53% alcohol. It's 51% alcohol Whatever, by 51. volume. And then you double the alcohol by volume to get the proof. Okay. So I bought a, a new nothing kitchen utensil. Too, nothing to be over two, 200. No, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you for... You bought a kitchen utensil. Go ahead. Whatever. It's a new wok, and this has a diamond plating on the bottom with ra- these raised bumps, and I cooked a steak on that because why not? And because of the raised bumps, instead of the fat rendering out and getting pushed to the side like it would on a cast iron, it just sits under the steak and continues to flavor and infuse the crust, and that is what I'm getting on the initial really? light. Of this. Okay. Maybe you should uh, use the wok for your meatballs next year. If I was to uh, do the one draw, that's all it takes, or whatever yeah. it is on the One Astros, draw, that's the law. That's the law. Uh, very full-bodied. Really? That's what you do to evaluate a cigar? 
Yeah, the one dry. You don't listen to the assholes? No. I listen once in a while, but I must have missed that part. That would yeah. be known as they the uh, cigar aficionado me- method. Um, aficionado? Jonathan. Yeah. I didn't want to say the real name because then we can be in trouble. Oh, God. <laughs> Jonathan, do you, Wait, love, you love your walk? I love my walk. So you're a pansexual? Yeah. I was right. that before I got the walk. <laughs> I think. So, uh, Barry, what was your first episode? Uh, well, the first episode I listened to the entire episode was the first episode I was ever on, which was June 27, 2014. Which as, as Barry Stein. As Barry Stein. Three weeks. You were Barry Stats Stein yes, on that episode. three weeks Ooh. after uh, you hired me. Oh, no. You were on the show before that. Yeah, we had yeah, you, I, I was, interviewed. But I didn't listen to the show other than my 10-minute <laughs> segment. You were on for 30 minutes. You were the only... Everyone else was on for would, 10 minutes. You, you were, were the on only for good the full one. half hour. You were the only good one. I appreciate that. It's we, true. Listen, we, to, listen to the ones before that of all mm. the people. And one of the thoughts was, okay, he was good. We, we were ready to stop it, and we had you anyway, mm. and he was good and said, yeah, but we just had eight terrible ones mm. before here. And not to say, if you were I one of those eighth? guys that were there, you, maybe more than that. Who the hell came before me? Oh, there were there were a yeah, lot. Yeah, we, we brought everybody we could on, and they were very good bloggers, but when it came to having the conversation... Not much on the conversation. Oh, my God. There wasn't anything going on, and I'm like, wow. They, that was that interview so was good. one of Dave's first departures from everything has to make sense, mm-hmm. sort of. He tried to make sense, but it didn't make sense. So everything about the Cigar Authority up to that point was about cigars, and he found out that you were into... Uh, sports stats. Mm-hmm. So he gave you the nickname Barry Stat Stein, or you mm-hmm. already had the nickname, yep, whatever. Yeah, the nickname. So he had like 20 questions about sports stuff, and you got 18 or something of them right. And it was the only time I've ever seen Dave veer off of cigars for a segment, which is good. probably why he it was, was good. good. Yeah, I remember breaking your balls about being from Boston and yeah. me being from New York. It was like huh. we knew each other, mm-hmm. and we never knew each other. That was the first conversation we ever had. Uh, you had texted me before, or emailed me before, looking to get into the PCA mm-hmm. or RTDA at the time, which I'll bring up uh, that story. Dave, see if you can get me in. Whatever, blah 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 blah. We should be in there. I fought and fought and fought, and oh my God, I got the vote, and Whoa. I got no votes. But they finally said, okay, let these guys do it. So I, I email them or text them back. It must have been email. I don't think there was text going on, or not for me anyway. And I said, Barry, it's all set. You guys are in. He goes, yeah, I can't afford it. I'm not going this year. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? That's, that's what happened. <laughs> I can't go. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I can't bring that to the board and say, yeah, the guy can't afford to even come. Yeah, I mean, I think he got his approval just a couple of months before the show and – I'm a budget-minded guy, and I didn't have time to earmark the funds for it, and I wasn't going to put myself in a bad situation. I just have some advice for you. The next time that you ask for permission to do something, mm-hmm. start earmarking the funds right well, I didn't then. Well, I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. I still think cigar bloggers are going to be you banned eventually. You know David eventually. Garofalo, and mm-hmm. David Garofalo gets it done. He gets it done. He hits the mark. He does huh. whatever he can do to make it happen. Vince Hill says he's listened to 598 episodes of TCA. No wonder his brain is scrambled. Oh, yeah. I've listened to every now, listen, one of them. The, the, the thing that was pretty remarkable is after I quit, Dave has Chuck, who is a cigarette smoker. Uh, Tommy Grella leaves. Dave does two or three episodes completely by himself. Just to put it into perspective, that's six hours of content. And back then, show prep 
was 20 hours worth. <laughs> you would do 20 hours of show prep to get two hours worth of material at the end. He banged out three episodes by himself. Then he started bringing customers on and interviewing them and how <laughs> they became cigar smokers after 10 minutes. All right, let's go into the backup stuff. And then I said, he needs me. Yeah, so... He needs I, me. I watched an early episode and tapped out. I mean, it <laughs> was horrible. It Dude, was I've bad. watched early episodes and tapped out, and I love myself. And <laughs> I tap out of some of the current so episodes. I, probably did. I feel the pain I went through when I listened to the old stuff. Barry's go, tapping out right now. I'm struggling right here. I can hear myself yeah. struggling. That I got nothing. My God, I'm reaching. I'm trying to get something out of a consumer. The worst one, the worst one was when you called in sick. You actually called in sick the morning of. You said, here's my notes. They were... <laughs> a mess. Um, not a, they, they were in order and everything made sense. But to Dave, right. he now writes his notes so they make sense you know, to regular people that read English. But he was like, I got to call in sick. And I did 30 minutes and I blew through mm. two hours worth of material and had to tap in Mike Cavey at the time yeah. and bring him in and struggle through the two hours it's tough so it's I, tough by yourself so thank you guys because it's it's no way to do a podcast I, no way to live your life it's so yeah hard. the the first show i made it all the way through was uh november 22nd 2014 is that your first show? no that was um <laughs> so you kept going back to the show for four years and you were like Fuck uh, this. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I, not everyone, you know, but occasionally I'd check in. And was that soccer? Yeah, that was soccer. Yeah. So the answer is it did get better and better as time went it on. It did. It did. It was tolerable. Well, in, in the case of soccer, you learn, you learn as an interviewer, you learn how to ask a question that gets more than a one-word answer. Yeah. And that was our problem mm -hmm. with the bloggers. It probably wasn't that they were terrible. It probably was that we were terrible at asking the right questions no. to get something more no, substantial wrong. as an answer. Wrong. Wrong. You're wrong. Don't, don't go mm. starting any wars with any no, of the bloggers. No, a lot of the bloggers, not all of them. They got nervous. They got nervous. They're socially awkward people. I'm, hell, I'm socially awkward to You're a degree. Awkward, awkward. But, you know, these are the bloggers for the most part are people that look for a outlet to be heard they because have, they were never listened to. They have an outlet in their mother's basement. It's right there. Just plug your laptop <laughs> and in. And this is where and the, start all the typing. trouble began. Yeah. He once bashed um, a group. Oh, that, yeah. No, I did not. BOTL.org. Yeah. No. I remember. No. So I remember. They, they yeah. threw first the first punch. Yes. And then he went at him hard. Yeah, and, but. And that began what, the hate for us. What went on with the Anti Defamation League? Ah, that happened. We can't talk about <laughs> that. That was that was that was real, early on. That was a real call. Well, that because that was seven radio stations. That was a real call. Yeah, yeah. So, so called the store huh. and wanted to talk to me. Oh, and I'm on the show. I didn't work for two guys. I just I'm a character on a show, and they called. It was brutal. Huh. It was brutal. Dude, what you, was your first show? Uh, I was first on. Let's see. Uh, uh, October 14th, 2017. Again, a Saka tie-in. That was the mystery guest show. Oh, with Saka's wife. Yeah, so it'll... Oh. I'm just... Uh, that was your first show? Yeah, I'm a week shy of four years. You produced that show? Yeah. As your first one? Mm -hmm. Wow. And... I'm surprised we brought in a guest for somebody's first show. 
Well, it's Ed Sullivan for starters. And, and so. Jonathan actually was sitting in the Barry Correct. seat and just making sure everything oh, ran looking smoothly. over everything. But, right. um, yeah, so I've got four years in. Uh, Chuck had just about seven years because his last show was June 24th, 2017. Right. You envision beating his record. I'm going to beat his record. You know what I've noticed? The show got better when I became part of it, and it got greater. When you became part oh of it. Yeah, we're god. fantastic, yes. Barry. I'm with you on oh that. Oh, my God. Seriously, though. <laughs> yes. I agree 100% with Barry. All right, I, I was joking, do but not. thank you. Yes. That was a drop. Yes. That wasn't me. Seriously, yes. You got to give it. The, yes, the show improved yes. when Ed Sullivan came on. Oh. I 100%. <laughs> no. My headset just got a little tighter. That's as far as you can right. go. Listen, Stogie Juan Kenobi says Ed is better than Chuck. Wow, well, they, now they here's the Chuck. thing. You yeah, I love Chuck. Here's the thing. I love Chuck. Here's the thing. I was not a producer. I was a DJ, and the thing that throws me when I put the headset on is there aren't two signals. It's one signal, and Dave would be like, well, balance the signals. And I'm, I'm used to balancing two signals, having one be the speaker with my headset off, and now I'm trying to balance based on how I pinged the room. Being a producer is a different, it's a different animal. Yes, it is. You're listening to the same signal in two ears, not you, but two ears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now you're trying to make it balance. And I, honestly, I was terrible at it. Huh. I still am terrible at it. So Chuck Wait, coming something on. something you're not good at? I'm not good at that. Chuck coming on was a huge improvement. And because marriage, he understood he that. good at marriage. And he was willing to teach me so that when I filled in for him, mm-hmm. I got better. But when you came on, you came on, Ed, as somebody that was inquisitive and somebody that was willing to do the homework. I did a lot of homework. You, did. you had copia. You we have a, a you show went to page engineering school that is. Yeah. They don't know that. He one went to page engineering school. We have a show page that's one page, two sides. He has twelve pages of notes over there. Yeah. For his first episode, d- detailed down to the minute. Yeah. No, you you set them up properly. No doubt about it. So six hundred episodes, two hours. Plus or minus, we used to go over a lot. We don't do it anymore so that we're on the other platform that we need to be a little less. Um, We don't count special shows. We don't count after shows. It's 600 just the Cigar Authority shows. 1,200 hours. 1,200 hours. It's amazing. And and, and the niche of talking about premium cigars. And the we really, most of, we haven't missed many shows individually. In yeah. that in and that amount of time, I mean, people get sick, you get travel, but and there's, there's never, never been, been a, never been a miss, never been a miss. The show has happened every single time. We haven't. The show must go on. right? We haven't pre-recorded a show since early on in your stint right. here. We we got to do a couple this year, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, both on both. a Saturday. Yeah, and we're not coming in, so we have to do it. We shouldn't come in, right? Oh, we should come in in our pajamas and straight from opening <laughs> gifts. It's 12 noon. I mean, the New You're Year's. you your pajamas? On Christmas morning? Yes. Yeah. The uh, New Year's show we could do live. Yeah. See that? I'll say no it's because my new, it's, it's, it's the my anniversary. It's the NHL outdoor game, and I'm going to want to watch that. Yeah. Clubhouse yeah. next week is going to be. I don't follow golf, so. First not. Island game in a year. I'm going to be watching the game and <laughs> trying yeah. to pay attention. You right. know, what, what we could do is maybe set it up as a premiere and join from home and comment along with the audience. Although, who the hell wants to watch this mess on Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Not, well, not Christmas, but I think New Year's, you know. You, yeah. By noontime, most people could are we awake. we all zoom in on New Year's Day? Zoom in? 
But you'd have to be you, here. There is uh, no yeah. way that you're going to get your family to sign off on that. Yeah. You know what would be awesome? That's the holdup right there is Dave's family. They got stuff that they do on certain days. And that's a right. day off. And, uh, and it's it, pizza day. A grandkid. A grandkid <laughs> holidays. You've got to enjoy those. It's his first Christmas, yes. right? Yeah. 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 It would have been a lot of The thing. tough thing about having a baby on that first Christmas is it's a baby. Yeah. He's not going to even appreciate being spoiled. You'll, yeah, you'll do more in that first I, year than sorry. you'll ever do again. And, yeah. I read a comment from Scoos that he wants Mr. Jonathan to show up on the Christmas episode in his pink bunny pajamas from Christmas Story. He has them. <laughs> he has them. Obviously. Don't say you don't. I have them. 11.53 years Light without red. ever missing an episode. 1,200 recorded hours. That's 72,000 minutes and over 1,200 cigars smoked. Over because we've done shows where we did eight. We've also done shows where we've done less than that. We did, back in the day, the Contenders Pack. We would smoke them all oh. on a show. Well, the first year, we smoked them all. That was yeah. eight cigars. The second year, we split it and yeah. did four and four yeah. because we wanted content. And then after that, it was Dave's idea. All right, everybody pick the one you want. So think about the panel, and we give cigars to all of them. It's over 5,000 cigars. It's crazy. That we, that we smoked. Um, so today we're talking about limited editions. Uh, limited edition is a product or an, an incentive to induce, introduce into the market. Once sold, cannot be sold anymore. Question mark. Because you, we've seen yeah, limited editions. Yeah, there's been some dicey shit going nobody on. Nobody is saying it's an improvement of an existing product. That needs to be noticed it doesn't say this and is an a lot of times when you have a limited edition it is tobacco that they couldn't use elsewhere Correct. and they wash the tobacco through this in quotes limited edition Correct. it doesn't so, make it less sometimes they're great sometimes they're not so keep mm -hmm. that in mind sometimes they're manufacturers not. are looking to generate interest in their brand to create a limited edition product limited edition items can be a collaborative with others to create something different from the norm We've seen that, especially through the United Series Unidas type of thing. Basic economics explain that scarcity generally leads to more demand. Mm -hmm. They've seen this on everything, not just cigars. Scarcity, which is what which limited, is limited edition something is that I believe is, With smoking is a, important. smoking a cigar that says it's rare, mm -hmm. is that people buying it more because it says it's rare? No. Not in my experience. They're buying I'll, it because it's new. I'll buy it once, maybe, because it says that, but I won't keep going back and rebuy. And that's all they want to happen, have happen, is is bought once. So yeah. these, I notice, are rebuy on because these are readily available to select Aganorser accounts. So it isn't rare. We have them on a regular basis. Yeah, so I called up Terrence because I knew this wasn't going to come right. up, and I said, explain to me why Relief is rare. So according to Terrence, the binder one of the binders and some of the fillers come from a specific lot on the farm that they felt had a unique taste profile, but there wasn't enough tobacco in that lot. So they couldn't use it. And they so made this. they either had a choice to come out with a limited edition based on that lot, sell it to everybody, be limited to X amount of boxes, or limited it to select Aganorser accounts, such as Two Guys Smoke Shop, and be able to provide it ongoing. Okay. All right. Hey, Dave, Larry Thomas says he enjoyed it when you did the show from Topper's Cigars. That was great. He'd like mm -hmm. to see some other remote locations. All right. We have plans. Yeah, we we'll do. We'll be remote from Esteli, Nicaragua. Hopefully. Uh, because Mass Cigars um, line the humidors, 
the idea of a limited edition is usually to spark up interest of individuals already familiar with the brand. Or and not familiar, because I've seen a lot of people smoke the Agonosa Rare Leaf, and they say, all right, I already smoked that. What else is in their portfolio? I liked it, and what does it do? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a marketing thing. They're smart because most of their tobaccos in their variety of blends, most of their tobaccos are a balance of two tobaccos that they just shift the uh, ratio. So you're going to get some of the same base notes in the other stuff. But some rare releases could be brand killers, and we've seen that various companies have released too many limited edition cigars that nobody cares about their regular production anymore. Uh, Right, that's a scary thing. Also, that happens. and it, some people do a little price gouging mm-hmm. on their limited runs, yeah. and then it's very expensive. And it's like, all right, this was very expensive, and it's okay. And then you go and look at the regular stuff, and it's like that's just as okay, and it's half the price. Yeah. What also happens to it? I think good marketing for some manufacturer to do it is it gets spotlighted in the cigar shop. Because it's a limited release. So there it is, right in front. We have displays that we usually put the stuff in. Yep. Right in front, the people walk in. Oh, here's a rare and limited new, new product. Yep. Here it is. And then exactly like Jonathan says, they end up having it. They like that and say, what else do they make? I, I kind of liked what, right, what like featured in the store right now, yes. we have the HBC 15th anniversary, which is made at Great. Agonorsa. Great. That's limited to, I think, 1,500 boxes. Mm-hmm. All right. Brett, is this a uh, limited edition scotch? Of course. I, I believe, that you're going to give us in two hours? I believe he is correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Um, it can be a good business strategy. That's why you see these things up happening. So how many uh, is limited? When something says limited, is it a billion of them, a million of them? Is it a 50% of what we normally put out? Is it, you know, I, I don't think there's anything that says what it is. And some things are limited, and then are really not. Mm-hmm. This, in this case, it, it's it's limited to the amount of stores they're selling to, but it's not a limited product. They're going to continue to come out with it. Is that continue to be limited? Limited release, limited run, limited edition. Different words they say because they do mean something different. They do. And the, listen, my favorite cigar, Aladino Corojo Reserve. It is limited in the amount that they produce every, every month, month, but they produce it every month. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you run out this month. Yeah, here it comes. It's 15 days in, all right, yeah. wait 15 days, there's going to be more. Or just buy more, and so you can stretch it out ourselves. I do that. Yeah. I do buy more. All right, early thoughts here on Aganosa Leaf, rare and limited. Double binder, different tobacco that's Not in a there. double R. It's not R. Ganorsa. It's Aganorsa. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Everybody knows me by <laughs> yeah. now. It's 600 episodes. Yeah. You don't get it by now. But I find myself calling it Arganosa at times, yeah, too. Yeah. So there should be an R in there. Bad influence on us. What is Aganorsa? Well, the first time what I heard it? of Aganorsa, by yeah. the way, Victor Vitali was on and he was pitching his new cigar. Ortsak. It was not Ortsak. It was. T. It was box pressed. Yeah, T. Whatever the hell it was. Turtle. And he said, okay, you're going to put out a new cigar. Tortuga. Tortuga. Yes. He goes, you're going to put out a new cigar. Who do you go to? The most premier grower in Nicaragua, Aganorsa. And that stuck in my head because I had never heard of that before. Because, because I didn't know who they were. It wasn't their name. Correct. Casa Fernandez. Correct. It was Casa Fernandez, but he knew the factory designation, yes. whatever. So that's when I very first heard about it. 
maybe six, seven years ago. Yeah. Hey, can we have some fucking cake? All right, so let's take a break well, so we can have and the cake that doesn't suck. And we're going to get also, to it. Also, then you can sort of smack your lips I'll during the ad camera. break. Yeah. During the break. Okay, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're talking limited edition cigars on our 600th episode. It's not just cigar companies that do it. What are the best? What are some of the losers out there? We'll get to all of them in just a minute. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. 
with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Might be a little bit of smack in here. <laughs> we got to. Uh, last bite hasn't gone down yet. Welcome back, everybody. Smoking Aganosa Leaf. How rare is it? Does it make it limited? We're talking about limited cigars. We need to address the elephant in the room, and and that is people would look at Pam and Glenn as some sort of love affair, but it's not. They're really good friends. Yeah. They like to click the cutter together. Yeah. <laughs> they look at each other. They smile. They enjoy each other's company. And and Pam got Glenn a piece of cake because he didn't get up to get it. And she knew he wanted it. Yeah. He was felt a little shame. Don't be ashamed, folks. People think that men and women can't be friends. They can be friends. Yeah. There's so much I want to say, but I'm not going to get in trouble. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Pam will shoot you in the face. <laughs> And not in the same way that Glenn will. So I put, I put my cigar down to eat the cake. We went to break. I put it down. I watched the cut. I didn't take a puff. My, all my attention was on the cake. I finished the cake. We come back from break, and the cigar's still lit. And that does it for you. It does. It always does. Does it do it for you? I, I like it. I'll relight. I'm not. Sometimes after a relight, if you do it properly, the cigar's better. You, you can do it, but I don't know. It, to me, it says... It's it's a better cigar for some reason. I don't. Uh, it's like cold pizza know. in the morning. Sometimes it's a little bit better. Dave Janine Perdomo says congratulations Thank you. on 600 episodes. Thank you. you guys are trailblazers. Trailblazers. Uh, you want to talk about trailblazers? Janine Perdomo had this idea, and I'm not going to get into it here because I'm sure we're going to talk about it on the show. But Janine, your idea of wrapping the boxes and any cigar could be an it's a boy, unbelievable. We, we have it all set up. It's all the display, display is ridiculous. I sent it to Nicholas already. If Happy you want to see it, Janine, just take a look. Nicholas will show it to you. Really good. Really good. Uh, not that Perdomo's needed any any push at all. What I love about that company, and people always accuse me of being a fanboy, and I am. You are. But they are at a spot where they don't need a push, and they continue to innovate, and they yes. continue to push. What a simple, great idea. Yeah. Of doing that, so you go to. I don't. I only don't want to say it because I don't want it to be ripped off prematurely. Let's let's let this roll on the sales floor. It will but be. It's the cigar it's industry. It's the cigar it's industry. Great. Anything that comes out that's good gets done over and over, included limited releases. So let's mm-hmm. look at non-cigar limited limited releases or limited editions. You drunk beverages. Off the cake. I, I am because I only had a little bit of alcohol, but that cake, my God, you think. It's in the cookbook. Can Ed Sullivan think get a bell could, ring for that I couldn't cake? make it. I couldn't make it. I think you can make it. It's As cakes go, it's a pretty simple one. Wow. Um, 
you know, this is an oil-based cake, so it's harder to over-bake it. So you could do it, Dave. All right. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. I once went to Dave's house for Thanksgiving, and uh, he had his thermometer stuck in the chicken wing skin. That's where he was getting <laughs> chicken's right. Why would I be making a chicken? The turkey wing skin. Whatever. Yeah, hey, at, least he didn't, I don't know. at least he didn't show up at your he house can, and take it back with him. I can, can cook. He can cook. But I can't bake. Well, Clearly, because he, he was baking the turkey. Dave, for you, I'll come over. We'll do a private lesson. Ah, do a test run. Right. So, you know, if you have need a cake for some event, it would be great if the cake is made by you. You have to keep your shirt on and no rubbing the frosting on your nipples this time. <laughs> All right, all right. I think Dave's going to make uh, the first birthday cake for his grandson. Mm. I think that's what I just took out of this. Well, okay. All right, so uh, limited editions. Beverages like booze, even Coca-Cola, Starbucks, they all do limited editions. In 2017, Coca-Cola released a limited edition world over uh, with the word love. They sold mm. tons of them that... Because the word love was on it. Not and then, because the word love was on it. It's because it said Coca-Cola. All right. Sales went up 80%. Mm. 80% for Bullshit. the word love. Bullshit. And I know they were in my refrigerator. It's not bullshit. It's poison. Um, unicorns, uh, pink-colored unicorns for Starbucks. They did it. They see dramatic increases when they do it. Clothing like Supreme. Very interesting. Crazy. The Supreme stuff I get. You, you get that it works? Or I, you- get, I do get that it works. I don't believe that Coca-Cola saw an 80% increase in overall sales. I believe that right. whatever product said love, the people that were drinking other Coca-Cola products came over and drank it. In- but I didn't buy one. In the clothing business in particular, it's just an artificial scarcity, right? We're only making X number of these. They could certainly make as many (laughs) as they wanted to. Uh, Yes. It Uh, drives the secondary market more than it drives the primary market. But then the primary market, their next version comes out, and it comes out bigger amounts. To a certain degree, you're looking at killing the goose that laid the golden egg. So you have a golden egg and you come out with 500 supreme sneakers in that color per size. Yeah, you've got scarcity. People are going to go out and buy it and you'll sell out every single time versus it's readily available. Would you sell more if it was readily available than if it's limited? Well, you see it in the art world that somebody makes a painting and then they make a lithograph of Mm. the painting but only X amount of those, right. and then they end up going, and it's not one of one. No. They make hundreds of posters that Gianna does um, these uh, meet and greet things in the, the, what's the Grateful Dead's group called now? The Grateful Dead? No, it isn't. Dead and Company? Dead and Company. Mm. That they do posters, and the people go crazy to get these mm. posters. You had to be at the concert, at the, at the meet and greet, to end up having this, and then the secondary market becomes giant on that. Books. The Cigar Authority Cookbook with Ed Sullivan's mm-hmm. recipe in there for the cake we just Ed ate. Sullivan's recipe is not the one driving the sales of the no, book. I know for a fact that it's the fourth place meatball recipe that's in there, and I, I'm not going to mention the author of that recipe. It's yeah. not important. But the limited release with the cover is a little different on the first 500. Will that make people want to buy the first 500? Because we haven't even sold 500 of these things yet. What? We haven't, but it's out there on Amazon and the other people too, but us personally. 
we have not gone through that many. Automobiles. Uh, companies like Ferrari, Mercedes, they make certain models that are scarcity models. They're very, very high-end, very, very expensive vehicles, and they go. Somebody that buys that, though, uh, is giving a window into their endowment. No, because the resale value of them become very What do you good. mean by endowment? I mean endowment. <laughs> I thought so. For those listening on the podcast, my cigar I went, mean endowment. My cigar went out on me. Yeah, you're talking too much. <laughs> so I'm going to take all the ash off it. I'm going to relight it the way I do. Which I was wondering the, what thing was going to make it onto the 600th episode, and it's the relight. The relight. Yeah, so if I was not watching, Dave's toasting the foot. Again, like I did, rotating. He's it. getting all of the ash particulates to glow, and then he's going to push them out over the, the flame. Which, mm. for people watching, don't do what he did. Never light your cigar from underneath because those particulates settle inside the jet, and you'll shorten the lifespan yeah. of your jet. Light from the side. You want to hold the lighter three o'clock or nine o'clock? Whether you're lefty or righty. Yes. What if it's like one in the afternoon and I want to light my cigar now? I got to wait till three? Yes. No, it's crazy. It's crazy talk. Leprous Hand says he has one of those NFT cigars. Those are pretty rare. NFTs. NFT. If he has one, absolutely. There's only 25 single cigars. Mm -hmm. You have one, too. I do. So there's two people we know right off the... Mm -hmm. Oh, there's Pam. She has one. No. You never did it. Too much work. Too much work to get it. Okay. And, it's, and it is work to get a limited release. Like when firecrackers come out that people have to get up, especially in California, they have to get up early in the morning, get, like, end up doing it. You get the problems. I get the problems. Yeah. Can you think of other non-cigar-related products, limited release? Rolex. Oreo cookies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Food. Did you end up eating it? Oreo <laughs> cookies is not a thing. Yes, That's it not is. A, no. They, they yes. make it's limited. not a thing. They yeah, it's a limited, limited thing. You can't collect it. You can't go. Uh, you're going to eat. You can, it. but they go bad. I have a, a six pack of <laughs> Billy Bear. Oh, do you? Pam is assuring me that limited release Oreo cookies is a thing. It, it, it actually is. Okay, it's time for the poll question of the week, Barry. Yep. Yeah, once again, Dave, I disappoint you I 600 know. episodes in. Yeah, it doesn't change. The question of the week <laughs> is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week I asked, how do you drink your coffee? Because I had a theory, but that theory was disproven. Well, but we asked, how do you drink your coffee? So what was your theory? Most people like mild cigars. So I figured more people would want cream and sugar in their black. coffee. Drink your coffee like, the way Dave, you don't like strong cigars, but you drink your coffee black. Like right? a man. Yeah. Why? Because it tastes like coffee. I don't want it to taste. I don't want to put I water like in my scotch. I, I don't shit on people, by the way, that do. You want to put water in your scotch or an ice cube or whatever? Yeah, fine. you can ruin the, the It's not scotch. ruining anything. That's how you like it. I, had coffee, I like it straight I had up, and I like my coffee. I had coffee, coffee ice, ice cream, cream that, that Ed brought in this week. It was fabulous, by the way. Kimball's? No. Kimball Farm. Yeah, Kimball yeah. Farm. Uh, fabulous. And because I like to taste the coffee, and I'd get coffee ice cream. And I want to get coffee, not vanilla. Mm. I want coffee. But, uh, uh, again, I'm wrong because Dunkin' Donuts is selling a lot of yep. shit with caramel and all stuff. So Do re- you put Jimmy's on them? I'll put Jimmy's, which is chocolate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, it's really the latest release of the Oreos that's driving real value because they teamed up with Pokemon. 
Ah, and Pokemon's another thing. Yeah. Still a long thing. Been going that's on. so sixty adding per- value. Yes. Yes. So sixty percent of the people, sixty percent of the people drink their coffee black. Nineteen percent cream and sugar. And there's four uh, percent of you whose balls haven't dropped yet because you don't drink coffee. <laughs> and uh, this what, what percentage was black? Four percent. No, no black. Black. Uh, black. Black is just under sixty. Sixty yeah. percent. It's probably higher for cigar the cigar smokers, smokers. I would imagine. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Balls haven't dropped. That's just wrong. Well, that's 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 <laughs> why I'm. This is why people hate you. Yes, and I'm I loving it. But uh, we asked a question this week uh, that I felt was fairly important because Dave and I had a conversation about it once before. And I've seen a lot of pictures on social media, but you can go on to the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side. You'll see the verses graphic. Click it. If you're a member of the care package, please answer that question. All right. Uh, just a little tease. Dave, Casey Carter brings up the McRib. Yes. Making a <laughs> comeback right now. Making yeah. a comeback. I've never had one. I don't think you're missing anything. No. I haven't either. But some people go crazy for it. And isn't it interesting that. They put it out, and then they take it away again. Right. If it was out all the time, it had stopped selling. Correct. They, well, that's they probably why they it. took it away to begin with. They took it away, and then they realized, oh, we had a boost in sales over and above what we normally have. Which this time of year, with all this um, Halloween pumpkin, shit. pumpkin thing, mm-hmm. you can't go all year with the pumpkin. You can't have the McShake. What, what is that Irish shake? McFlurry? No. <laughs> Shamrock shake. Shamrock shake. You yeah. can't do the shamrock shake. McFlurry. Is there a McFlurry? <laughs> it yeah. should be. What people, a- anyone that's new to the show, <laughs> need to understand is that Dave thinks in pictures only. That's how he. So he sees the picture and he says enough words that we can see the picture too. Yes. And then we say what the word is. What's wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> Tom Criswell says he uses cream only, so only one of his balls has dropped. All right. Criswell, <laughs> you drink your coffee how you want to. I, draw, I drop cream in every once stuff. in a while, as you do. Yeah. It, the coffee's hot, and, and I want to drink it right this second. Yeah. I add water like a man. Okay. Huh. Not that anyone who. Dad's cream is less manly. And what the hell's up with people in New England drinking iced coffee when it's four degrees outside? I don't know. It's sick. I drink hot coffee all year round, even on the hottest mm. day. Yep. And it supposedly cools your body temperature. Yeah, not, not true at all. No? No. But, yeah, coldest day of the year, my wife's ordering an iced coffee. It's like, what and the then, hell? And they have it available. Yes. Yet the ice cream stores close. Mm. You know, they... On, on makes Labor no Day. sense. They always have ice because they're going to ice the soda, so why not just ice the coffee? Because, no, they do it separate. Iced coffee is a separate coffee. It doesn't they don't put hot coffee on cold ice the way I would make iced coffee. They don't do it. No, they put leftover coffee in yes. there. Put, yes, they mm. do. Yes, they do. Drinking some second rate. I, I don't like leftovers. Okay, so some ideas for good and real limited products. Uh, what do you do to make a rare and limited product? You think outside the box, something unique, offer something to your audience which no other product can. If you can pull that off. You got something there. Maybe it ties in with your product. I had cross colors when I was a kid, and they were uh, purple pants. And they had a <laughs> dark purple stripe going down and a light purple stripe. And I was the only one in the neighborhood who there had you go. Them. And you stood out from the others. <laughs> I did. You got beaten, so far. That's because the thrift store usually only has one of each. Also true. <laughs> yeah. My size. Be creative. Be honest. Have fun with the packaging. And I know some people are against that. You know I'm big into the gimmicky stuff anyway. Mm. But I think it's fun. 
And if you can have fun into your product, why would you not do that? Limited edition products will usually be a new color of an existing product in order to make sure people know it's different from the others, not focusing on, um, you know, focusing on the uniqueness that would happen of that. So uh, It really is just a, the fear of missing out. That's what you're trying to capitalize on. You're going to create it and then capitalize on it. But it, ha- it has to look different. It can't be, you know, just one little, if they took the Arganosa leaf, and they could have just put real leaf on their regular band, but they didn't. They changed both bands mm-hmm. on it, which cost them a lot of money to do, but now it stands out as opposed to it's we'll not the same product. It's a totally different color. Yeah, about $30,000. <laughs> I'm making a new product, those that don't know, and I got the bill. He made I, me go upstairs to read it because he didn't believe it. Can you tell me what that says? The I price of the bands $31,600. It was shocking. Yeah. It was shocking. And that product will come out after Thanksgiving. Mm. So we'll see that product in all its glory. I haven't seen it yet. I just saw pictures. But um, should you chase these limited releases? No. Barry. I used to chase, and I got burned so many times I stopped chasing. But certain companies that have delivered at least 80% of the time I'm not going to call store after store after store trying to find them. If I see them, I'll grab them. And when you go to, when you do grab it, you buy the whole box. I buy the box. That's the scary part of, and even with us, the retailer, we have to buy boxes of the limited release, unsmoking, have no idea, and I can't buy one box. I'm buying a lot of boxes, and then I have to say, I don't want a fear of missing out mm-hmm. of sales. Mm-hmm. So I want to buy a hundred of them, but I've been burned before. What's the magic number? Oh my God, I'll let me buy 50 of them. And then the cigar blows out. It goes fantastic. I wish I bought a hundred. The one yeah, that I, was I'm, the scariest was the North South uh, Mason Dixon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one, we went heavy and we had a deal with another retailer and we swapped them mm-hmm. and that took some of the curse off. But those cigars hung around for five, six years Whoa. before they finally sold through. They I, did sell I through. I think there was a reorder after the first order. Um, I don't think we were stuck with the original order, but I think there was a reorder. You, uh, I, I actually asked to verify this. You don't, so. you don't see the bills. I, yeah. I don't think you're getting the right information there, buddy. Uh, well, I had the information from the buyer, so. Hmm. So, but, uh, wouldn't it be nice to buy a single first? Yeah. You sit there, you smoke it, you say, "Wow, it's good." Okay, give me a box. So, on Clubhouse, I name names. There's one specific company that eighty percent or greater the cigar sucked. I don't go anywhere near that brand anymore you might be missing out on a great one yeah but so many times it was a bad one yeah you know and the whiskey miser he's gotten burned so many times on chasing whiskey that he stopped chasing because it, the limited edition stuff isn't always good would you say he's sour and perhaps a bit of a miser now yes. as a result yes there we go there we go so uh that is that on on that so far uh Aganosa leaf real leaf uh, I would say it's not rare. No, but it's very good. It's not a limited the release. The leaf itself is rare. If if there's only a small portion of a lot that produces this particular leaf, mm. it's rare They leaf. have hundreds of acres. How much is, is rare to them? Barry said it to was somebody a small else, percentage. Somebody yeah. that has two tobacco fields mm. thinks, oh, my God, this guy's got seven of them. Oh, my God. it's Well, it's a large enough lot to sustain a regular limited production release for a very small set of stores. So you a could regular say regular 
limited production. So no, so you could say, let's say, let's use the argument that says uh, ten thousand cigar stores in the country. It's probably way less. What is there? A hundred Algonorsa Select accounts. Okay. So it's can, it's can, rare because it's a small percentage. Can we buy as many as we want? We can order as many as we want, but we don't always get a full fill. Okay. But it will eventually be filled because they have two pairs. For this particular line. Two pairs? Two pairs. All right. So that makes it limited right there. If you're talking about two people only roll mm-hmm. a cigar, I remember that's the way it well, was. Well, four people. Four people. Yes. Two pairs. Two pairs. I remember um, that's how it used to be with a Toro Fuente short stories. Mm-hmm. There were two people there. I go to the go to there years ago. I went to the factory, and there were the two people rolling the cigars. Mm-hmm. Two pairs. Mm-hmm. Four people. And I'm... You know, always asking for more of this product, and I can't get it. And I got a lot of people on them. And I said, "Hey, get those two guys and have them make it too." And you know, the ones get- rolling the best sellers, just have them shift over and make a smaller cigar. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, but being limited, part you- of it is is the marketing thing that the the shortage of it was the bu- keeping the buzz going. No. Having two pairs, it is, it's, it's true bullshit. Having it's two not. pairs, drone three thousand, never out of it. Sells, it's probably our number one selling individual skew, Padron 3000, Maduro. Make more, we will sell more, period. If you got Padron 50th, would you sell more? If you could get all you wanted? Probably not. No. I do have all I want, and I sell a shit ton of them, so buy the You don't get all you want. But Red Leaf being rolled by two pairs pretty much yes. says you're going to have a consistent cigar all the time because it's the one, same four one people. can possibly do 300 cigars in a day. Mm. So you're talking 600 cigars in a mm. day, how many in a month, divided by how many stores, mm. and we're getting more. Thank you, uh, Terrence. We're getting more than we should or whatever. Um, Whiskey Miser points out that uh, a lot of companies can't keep up with their regular production, so now they're rare too. <laughs> mm. Right now, that's yeah. true. I think everything's rare. You right? know, for me, limited edition is a no win. If I don't like it, I feel like I got ripped off. If I like it, I probably can't, can't get, get it more. again. And uh, as a retailer, which it's just as much effort for you to get a, somebody to buy. You're going to say to somebody, "Listen, I liked, I smoked the cigar, and I liked it. You and you're my palate's mm-hmm. aligned. You should try it. It's the same exact thing with." Products then, that we have. And he says, okay, let me just grab a couple. I'll see you tomorrow. He comes back tomorrow and you say, yeah, they're all gone. Yeah, you gotta, that's when you got to roll the dice. If it's, a, <laughs> if it's a company that you've smoked before that you liked, roll the dice. And then at that point, are you driving them out of your store to your competitor or online? You may be. Because you hooked the guy onto it. He likes it. Now you've actually invited him to go find it somewhere else. Leave us. I've gotten yelled at on the phone when Firecracker sold out. A guy's ordered five singles, and I said, you sure you don't want a box? They're going to be gone by tomorrow. And then sure enough, three weeks later, he calls you back. I don't have them. Phone muscles come out. I get reamed on the phone. Phone muscles. (laughs) You know, like keyboard warriors? Telephone tough guy? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There's names for these things. All right. Let's go to break. And when we come back, the best limited edition cigars ever. And while we're at it, let's talk about some duds. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. 
Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. 
An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back. I'm going to ring the bell again. This is hour oh, number 1,200. 1,200. Unnecessary. It's necessary. We're talking about limited edition cigars. What has been the best? And should we even try them when they come out? Because some are duds. We're going to get into all that and more. Welcome back, everybody. Next cigar, Barry. It's today's second cigar is the Dos Hombre Barber Pole, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for Two Guys Smoke Shop. The size is a 6x60, and it features a natural and Medora wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $439, while a bundle of 20 is $64.99, which comes out to only $325 per cigar. That's a savings of $23 or 26% off the bundle price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. It's a Maduro cigar with a natural strength. There we go. I just saw it. There we Mm -hmm. go. And it was a limited-release product that came out because it was really like a test thing that came out for Christmas. It looked like a candy cane Mm-hmm. to me and i said okay let's put it out for christmas 25 years ago maybe more it was more than 25 years ago and uh it came out and it was successful and i said maybe six months into it or something i wonder if we should bring that back because people were saying got any more of those striped ones mm. and uh we kept it going ever since so uh this is uh, uh the maker is tony serino you know serino cigars mm. he's the guy that makes this cigar for us all these years And let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal estip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And the cold drawer is peanut skins. Peanut skins and the shell of the peanut or the skin itself. The skin itself. $3 and change. For a Baba Pole cigar, how do they do it? Volume. <laughs> Volume. We sell. That's the other thing that's happened over the last 600 episodes is a lot of the jokes have repeated. Oh. They went from not that funny to really not funny. Eh, they're kind of funny now. They're funny because you think back of, well, we do this all the time. And if, if the half the sense, you could have answered the question. I gave you a second to do it, but you didn't jump in. But you could have finish the, the punchline yeah we're going to light our cigar today with the cyclone by vertigo cyclone by vertigo features double action you have to flip the top yourself you got three jets that come alive fueled by the patented vertigo big ass tank 
Easy adjustment at the bottom off the low price of $12.99 or two for 20 on twoguyscigars.com. And perfect for a 60 ring gauge cigar, right? Easy light. Easy. Well, so this was a 60 when it came out? Well, many different sizes. Yeah. And Sullivan, stop trying to start shit over there. I have <laughs> one that looks like um, the short story I talked about years oh, yeah. ago. Because we, we came out with them as little guy, big guy. And the other guy. Mm. There were three sizes of Figurados that came out. A lot so, of guys. I, I got so many old brands that are grandfathered in stuff that was so many years old. So, so you're saying you got so many guys at your disposal? <laughs> yeah. The that's, prob- my, that's my job. You're right. The problem that happened with, with the Figurado thing is expensive mm-hmm. to make it. And Dos Ombre's idea was always to be... The super low-priced uh, premium cigar. We're talking long-filled cigars here. This is no short-filled cigar, so I'm glad it's in the care package that people are, tr- are trying the cigar. I'm imagining the first of the year, by the way, price increases across the board everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's especially on a $3 cigar. How can yeah. it be? We were talking about some price increases in your office this morning. Mm. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah, we, we got one in yesterday. They came in, and what am I going to do? It's going up. So there's, there's, there's one, and it's October. You're going to pay, I guess. I'm, I'm going to pay. I'm going to mm-hmm. pay. All right, so we're talking um, rare cigars, and uh, what has been some of the best limited releases in, when it comes to cigars? Fuente, I think, has done the best with this, that they're managing to consistently have limited releases. Are we talking about the best cigar? You smoke it and, oh, my God, this is the best? Or are you talking about the most successful market successful. employees? Successful, I'd say. Successful because I, they, they I, happen over and over. I'm not changing my answers. Okay. Uh, between the Lines, we're smoking a barber pole. They did Between mm-hmm. the Lines. I don't remember anybody doing that before them. Mm. With with the dual wrapper, it's possible, but I don't remember mm. it. Uh, Opus X, of course, here's something since 1992 has been rare and limited. Yeah. You're telling me mm. in 25 years you can't up that production of it? That's done on purpose, and it's successful, successfully done. If you look at their marketing, their advertising they, they do in the magazines and stuff, they it's advertise. It's only Opus X. It's only the one that, that isn't in stock. It helps their regular brand. That's the idea of it. How about, um, and it doesn't happen anymore, but Avo Uvasian mm-hmm. would come out with his birthday cigar of yeah. year. And that was a big deal. You bought it no matter what. I certainly did. I was on there. Tatuaje, <coughs> the Monster Series, cons- consistently comes out every year. Um, they said they were going to stop it. They didn't. They keep mm-hmm. it going. Uh, Camacho Liberty, another one that's, Stopped Done. now. Yep. It stopped. But uh, I think they kind of like jumped the shark. Yeah, 2013 yeah. was the year they jumped the shark. <laughs> 2012 was exceptional. Not not that the of the cigar was bad. The, they raised they, the price like $3 in that one year. Well, this I year, was out. This year's was $25. Yes, a $25 cigar works as a Davidoff, but a Camacho smoker is not a $25 cigar smoker. You are correct. So, so you're not. And a Davidoff guy is not going down. Right. The Davidoff smoke is not going to smoke gonna, Camacho. And I don't mean down. I mean jumping down in, in brand. He's not going from Davidoff to Camacho because the price is the same. But Davidoff, uh, I, I would say, 
uh, a close second to Camacho when it comes to limited releases. The year of that they do with the Zodiac yeah. stuff every year, the Chef's Edition, consistently these things come out, and consistently these people are waiting for that cigar to come out, and you got your list, and you take care of those people, and uh, <clears throat> boom, they go. Firecracker, consistently still building. The Cigar Bar, we showed you last week. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that came out a long time ago. You'll see um, next week, the week after, week after, um, when it gets released. And the idea of that is the consistent every single year that to come out with a different manufacturer, just like the... Uh, so what if a manufacturer consistently comes out with 200 boxes of something every year? And for the most part, most of the sizes are available all the time. Is that limited? 200. It's limited to 200. Okay. Now, let's say that manufacturer cut that down and every two years came out with 100 because that's all they could produce with that particular blend. Does that become limited? That they went from 200 to 100? Yeah. It's more limited. Okay. So Byron Disquinditos, second best cigar I've ever smoked in my entire life. That needs to be on the list. 200 boxes every year. There's 100 boxes every two years of that particular one. Regular Atabay and Byron is 200 boxes a year. Disquinditos, because of the darkness of that wrapper and the size of the cigar, it's 100 every two years. His game is, what do I have? And he knows in advance, five years in advance, I know five years from now, you're only getting 200 of these. And this year, you're only getting 100 of those or whatever is going on. Um, Padrone. Uh, they're coming out this year with a limited release cigar. There's a company that really doesn't do this very often. Their limited release is a four by sixty ring gauge, nineteen twenty six, and it's expensive. It's over twenty bucks per cigar. There it was at the trade show for you to look at. You can't smoke them. You have to place your order right now. And we're not making the cigars till after you place the order. So it's limited to the orders that were placed. <laughs> period. That's it. And that's what you're going to get. But that says Padron on it, that's and right. every 1926 smoker is going to buy it. Even though In it's addition, a, even though it's a 4x60? It's an add-on. You're a Padron smoker. Ed, are you going to even buy one? No. Not going to smoke it. It's a 4x60. So that was a real tough one for me. But Ed Sullivan, like, is not, Ed Sullivan is not the Padron smoker. The Padron no. smoker doesn't smoke a four, doesn't smoke nub. No, right? the Padron smoker smokes the number four, which is six and a half by 60. Just the, just the Padron number four guy. Just the Padron number four guy. How many boxes should I buy? And when we're out of Padron number four, that guy will jump to another Padron. He's not jumping ship to another brand. All right, so the last hour we were smoking Aganosa Leaf Real Leaf. As much as it says it's Real Leaf, their Supreme Leaf is the real one. Correct. That's the limited edition. Okay. It doesn't say it, but it is. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, when limited release, like baseball cards, it would say limited release on the box of cigars, they never took off. The limited release is the one that doesn't say limited release and becomes a limited release. Hmm. It becomes the rare one. So putting it on there kind of says it's not rare because you actually wrote it on there. It's not limited because you wrote it on there. Um and anything to that? The Supreme Leaf sells by the box. The Rare Leaf sells by the single, by and large. Okay. Yagua? <laughs> Yagua? Yagua. That is the correct pronunciation. Okay. <laughs> Limited release? Limited production. 
<laughs> what, you don't like it? Who gives a shit? It's not. <laughs> wow. It's an okay cigar. It's a, a very decent price point for what it is. It's very different. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. The 500 people signed up on twoguyscigars.com for notification when they come in with disagree. Here we go. Yeah, I find that number to be suspect. It is exactly 500, or did he pull that number out of his ass? Out of his ass. It's close. It's a lot. Round it up. Yeah, it's a lot. The American? Limited release. Limited production. Whatever. It's limited, and I got a list of people that want to buy it. All right, but Yagua, no. Same Same person. No. I think Yagua is a very polarizing cigar. You either love it or you hate it. No, it's a it's a good cigar for six bucks, and the guy that smokes six dollars cigars grabs a handful when they're available. He doesn't buy them by the box. He's not interested. Is he calling up and saying, "Getting nope, more of those"? That in? one's out, and he moves on to the other six dollars cigars in the store. Uh, Paul Kraft says, "I disagree with Jonathan one hundred percent." We all do. We all do. The American, you said yes. Uh, TAAs, PCA releases depends the on the brand, but limited edition. The fact that it's a TAA release like, is important and is part of, all right, what's new? Well, this is TAA, and the TAA releases typically are better than other releases. And some of the TAAs are ongoing production, so they're not limited. Okay, how about Black Friday? HVC Black Friday comes out. Yearly limited edition. Yeah, yeah. they only make so many, that's it. Mm-hmm. The last two years have been stellar. I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to this Broadleaf release. Because that's to be the first time there's well, a Broadleaf show. It should be even hotter. Broadleaf. It's Broadleaf? It's Broadleaf. Mm-hmm. And we're doing an event. We're doing an event. Did we Do, tell about that yeah, event? Yeah, we're doing the national, nationwide launch. We just put up the signs in our stores, but we haven't really spoken about it on the show. All right. So uh, I don't have the paperwork in front of me. It's the $39.99. First, first, uh, first Saturday of November, he will be on the show. And then we'll release it. Then in the store, yep. Monday in the in the online, order, yep. and we're doing a Friday night um, cigar dinner, Brinner, Brinner, hotcakes because Brinner is breakfast at dinner, and hotcakes and sausages and all kinds of breakfast stuff along with. Wait a minute, the you're launch. having sausages? Hang on, sausages. I'm shaking. I'm shaking my head because now I believe that Brinner is going to be a success this time, but I believe it's going to be a success. Because of the popularity of Black Friday right. and the popularity of Hot Kings. We, we had a very popular one. We had a popular cigar, Liberty, mm-hmm. and the concept of Brenner failed, but it failed for a different reason. It wasn't because of who, it right. was because of when, and it was right around the time that we were closing the private club upstairs, <coughs> and those guys who normally would show up at events boycotted Dave for closing their private club because they weren't buying cigars from him. So it failed. I'm bringing it back, trying to bring Brenna back and see if I can end up doing it. It's not going well. We're up to two tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Okay. So uh, that's coming up anyway. And we'll have uh, Renee Lorenzo on launching the Black Friday uh, along with his hotcake brand, which mm-hmm. he has now a big ring gauge hotcake, this very full-bodied cigar. Um, but right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane... 8-inch by 80. 
Asylum Cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and you might want to buckle up for this one. A woman is seeking $1 million from Geico after she was involved in an incident with another gentleman whose vehicle was covered by the insurance provider. She's suing Geico because she hooked up with the guy in the backseat of his 2014 Hyundai Genesis and got an STD as a result. Even though they didn't use protection, she feels Geico owes her a payout because the guy has a policy with him. However, I don't think this one will fit into Geico's definition of being rear-ended, and that's not only insane. Oh, God. It's asylum. Huh. You can sue anybody for anything. Absolutely. That, that's where the problem comes. Up-and-coming shows, next week, trademarks in the cigar industry. We'll go through them and all the problems that have happened in the past and the ones that are going to happen in the future. The following week, who are the influences in the cigar industry? And we're going to bring one of those influences on and talk about all the different influences that are there. And wrapping up the month of October, what does it cost to get into the cigar industry? All the people out there that always ask the question, I think I'll make a cigar brand and get in there. We have Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars. He's going to join us. He is new to owning a cigar brand and figure he has the most up-to-date numbers and things what it costs to get into the he's cigar. He's making some good cigars. Making great cigars. So what, is it, what does it cost to do that? We'll get to that. And more. So early thoughts are here on the Dos Ombre Baba Pole. It's a six by sixty, and keep in mind it's three dollars and change. Yeah, it's a fair value, very fair. Yeah, I would smoke this in any size but six by sixty. So <laughs> thankfully, it comes in other sizes. But it's a it's a really good value price cigar. The six by sixty sells well because the value customer mm-hmm. gets even more, more value. value. Yep. So we we were last on the, on the thing to get a six by sixty of this. But you could just tell that that person was looking to do it, and 6x60 sells well, right, on this? Very well. Yeah. Very well. So, uh, all right, let's go to break. When we come back, um, there were some duds for limited-release cigars. We're going to name names when we get back. We got three emails to get to, a prize to give away, and lots more. It's episode 600. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20 of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize, Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. 
La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Here they are. We're back and we're smoking the Dos Ombre Barber Pole 6x60 by Tony Serino. This is episode 600 and this is the 12th hundred episode. Uh, Tom Griswell said that uh, on June 9th, 2029 will be our thousandth episode. We got this. <laughs> uh, Jim Miller says... 2029. Jim Miller says, damn, Mr. J is quite the cake gobbler. Yeah, yes. he deep-throated that shit. He did an extra piece of cake with with 30 seconds left. I think you yelled out 30 <laughs> seconds. I said, don't worry, I can talk for a few minutes. Take your time. No. I got this, he said. No lip smacking when it comes to me. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, Whiskey Miser says, anything with nuts. Yes. <laughs> so some of the duds in the cigar industry uh, went too far, got too gimmicky, 
bad blends or got no attention, swing and misses. Uh, so that's what we're talking about right now. And I'll start off with my own mistakes or whatever you want to call them. Pie. We did a, a, a cigar That pie. was such a good cigar, though. <laughs> yeah. It was a good cigar. It was a shit gimmick. Yeah. So um, although it came in a pie tin. Yeah. At the March pie. 14th. Yeah. Well, you made 2015. You made a little pie cigar for pie night. Yes. <laughs> that yes. was just a banding of pie. Y- yes. Um, great white. Remember great white? Yeah. Another great cigar. So the band went, so the shock fin came off the band. <laughs> it was a roach clip yeah. built in yeah. to the band. I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, I thought that would have set the stage on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cigar bar for Halloween, which is making its comeback anyway, because some of these things I don't give up on. The pie and the uh, great white, maybe. Um, Barry, you mentioned it earlier, or, or I think it was Jonathan. He was busting your balls because I think you, you believed in it, which was the Mason-Dixon, the yep. North and South. Not that, again, not that it was a bad cigar. They're splitting up the, the country into two. And, and one size sold out quicker than the other. This but even the... What's what the one that uh, was the quadrants uh, put out by La Indian Galera? La, La, La Galera, Galera yeah. yeah. Didn't work. It didn't work. Didn't Avo do a north and south or, or uh, east and west? East and west. Yeah, there's been a few of those. Yeah. They, they never caught on. So if you're a manufacturer, you're thinking, okay, let me do this. It's happened yeah, a, don't a handful go of times. It, it didn't work. Um, General Cigar has had their fair share of um, these crazy things. The punch egg roll, chop suey, kung pao. Uh, they got the whole bento box coming out. Um, they've done a lot of these things, uh, including punch rear corojo. So there's much like on the Aganosa League. Punch rear corojo used to come out once a year. The, the limited and unique thing about this was it didn't have any corojo, which made it really <laughs> special. But yet it was called Pancheria Corojo. Those were the ones that were almost red. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was a um, was so, Rosado wrapper. Yeah. yeah. But I think the predom- Punch Red Corojo. The predominant flavor was burning paper. Just was yeah. not good. I don't remember the cigar well enough. Pam, light that paper plate on fire and just see what it, <laughs> what it tastes like. I, I remember in the, in the early days of it. Um, it was just a little sticker on the box, and then it b- became a thing. And said, "Okay, let's let's go with this thing." I, did I still do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chinese finger trap. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh yeah. You're asking for trouble of tearing the cigar and all kinds of mm-hmm. things could happen there. Didn't it come with a Chinese finger trap? With the band, the band was a finger trap. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like the idea, the thought of what it is, but these are swing and misses as far as I know. When you say you like the idea, you like to finger the trap, or you like the idea of having a finger trap? Well, you've got to put a band on it anyway, so there's a (laughs) cylinder-type thing that the cigar could fit in, and okay. I I got where you went. Yeah, I know where he's going, (laughs) too. I'm just ignoring that. (laughs) Well, Rocky Patel had the uh, fall, winter, spring, summer that fizzled and died. Has anyone put a cigar in a condom? No, not that I know of. I don't think it's a good idea. All right, I'm just checking. Be um, safe. <laughs> yeah, call it the safe cigar mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, Matt Booth did lots of them. Yeah. Um, Super Stroke was one of it. I don't even know it. Yeah. But not don't a good that. name. No. <laughs> uh, 
the Uncle series or whatever with cartoons on it. Oh, Uncle Lee or something like that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, a yeah, good. Yeah. That was a good cigar, but good cigar. just never got hype. No, again, I think that you make the cigar good, and then you put the the. Um, Uncle Lee or something like that. Yeah, Uncle Lee, I think it was. Yeah, Eddie Ortega did one that had uh, cigar personality, you know, consumer personalities on the band. And he released a new one every month, and that one died. Nobody cares about the social media (laughs) star, in quotations. Uh, Caldwell, very many. Uh, The one I remember is Yellow Cake, seemed to got all the attention. Yeah, Lost and Found. Lost and Found stuff, yeah. Viaje, Uh, there was a whole business put on that yeah and here's a guy that any regular edition he had got killed because people were more interested in the limited editions and we tried it for a little while because you had no choice you get in this many and and the problem was swings you know some of them went good and some of them went bad in the cigar industry it's not baseball you can't bat 300 Mm -hmm. and you bat 300 and the cigar shop loses uh, it has to be a win-win situation all the way around. It, hard to pull it off. Uh, although he's been doing it for a long time. so Yeah, he has his cult following. Yeah. Uh, Cuba does it. Um, they announce limited releases. And they, this is very unique because they announce limited releases and they never come out with them, <laughs> which is truly mm-hmm. unique in itself, making it super rare. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, the were you at the Cohiba 50? I don't think so. No, so Cohiba 50... That was many, many years ago, and they just released it. It was like maybe eight years ago, and now they just released the Cohiba 50 because Nelson Alfonso made the box that, that it went into. Yeah, but in Latin America, that's on time. It's on time, eight years, huh? I, I, it just, I forget about it. Um, A.J. Fernandez, ton of, ton of them, right? Um, my feeling on some of these are when I've had some of these cigars, the limited release tastes very, very similar to an existing <laughs> one that they have. And then I have that because I'm like, wow, this tastes just like that. And then I smoke that one. I go, it's the same cigar. It's just marketing on this other cigar. Are you trying not to say Avo or Avo? Should I have not said that? Oh, that's no, okay. That, that, that was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was unexpected. But uh, let's get to the emails. <clears throat> All right, uh, this week's email of the week is brought to you by Romeo and Julieta. The same thing. Two yeah. more. Two one more. One more after today. Okay. Do you want to do the read? I just make a notice because everybody that's looking at it is saying the same thing. This, this week's good. prize is yeah. a pen, a deck of playing cards, a Bluetooth speaker, and a band bank. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Jesse writes, with respect to... Double up. It's that simple. Every first Saturday of the month, we hear how delivery issues are causing care package delays. Oh, boy. It seems the obvious fix would be to pick a month and double up, meaning send the next two months. From then on, you will be one month ahead. The only issue I see is that it will force you to look ahead. I have to believe a well-oiled machine such as yours has a long-range calendar and can project a month plus out. In case you're not clear what I mean, we're, we're pretty clear. I'm just going to skip that <laughs> and, part. and it's many months. You think this one that just went out happened, you're talking about four or five different media Yeah, so factors. why not just double up? I mean, he, he makes so, a good point. So here's the thing right now, with production issues being a problem, 
there were a couple cigars in the current month's care package that showed up just in the nick of time. Yeah. Just before we went to print with the postcard. So with the current state of the cigar industry, that's nearly impossible yeah, to do. It's going to get worse. Just I, a heads up. I told you he would poo-poo the, the next idea, three Jesse. months is going to be bad. Also, do you know that they're already saying if if you're looking for shipping Christmas gifts, you have to order now. now yep. It's not even Halloween yet, but because yeah, if you're thinking Christmas shopping's done already. Perfect. What am I getting? <laughs> Same also, thing I got last year. <laughs> also, as someone who was a drill sergeant, for three years in my oh military career, Mr. Garofalo did exactly zero push-ups. That's <laughs> zero, as in the maximum range of an excuse. I was rooting for him, too. Signed, Jesse. Jesse is not going to get my vote. <laughs> Just so you because know, he I have speaks any... the truth? You did, did zero three. push-ups. According to this, I, I you owe me that 20 bucks I gave you. You, you thought I did two or one and a half. He's no, you're zero, confusing me with Ed Sullivan. I said you did zero push-ups. Ed Sullivan's the honest guy. We go to him. Mm-hmm. He had nothing in it. That's the way to go. Well, with the care package. He already paid you, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you did zero. <laughs> with, um, I mean, <laughs> what the hell kind of shit is that? Dave, with, with your particular body configuration, you have to at least touch the stomach to the ground. I did. You uh, did not. Not no part of you touched the ground at all, except well, you, your hands and your toes. And I'll give you credit; you had a really good plank. But <laughs> once you broke plank, all of your body was touching the ground. That's not a push-up. That's laying down and taking a rest. Getting back up, doing <laughs> the worm. You're now breakdancing. Still not a push-up. So on the care, sort of on the care package this past month, yeah. Just just to give an example, he feels guilty about. Be, I told you people. Well, it's I feel his bad. Fault. So if we're going to use this one guy that lives in New York as an example, and we saw a huge amount of similarities. The guy lives in New York. The package goes from New Hampshire to New York, then it went from New York to Houston, then it went from Houston to Chicago, then it came back to New Hampshire, and it finally was delivered to New York yesterday. And we saw this zigzagging, being in the proper city, and then going to another city. But if city. you shipped that shit two months ago, he'd already have it. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page. Last time I tried, I, I took a trip to the Dominican Republic. I said, I gave them my bags, and I said, is it possible for you to take these bags, have them go to Hawaii, sit there for three days, yeah. go to um, Florida, stay there for one day, and then come back to me? And he says, no. It's not possible. I said, well, you did it last time. (laughs) And that's what's going on with the post office. That's it. (laughs) Through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Josh writes with respect to the TCA event. Men, I love the idea of a weekend-long Cigar Authority event. We're working on it. And I'm starting to lay the groundwork to attend already. Mm -hmm. Since Dave likes gimmicks so much, I think the whole weekend should be one long gimmick. Too late. Based on the different show segments, there should be a classic three-way tournament with all the guests, Jose Dominguez Donut Breakfast, running a running VS poll question, and a ribbon-cutting event with Perdomo. I don't understand that. Ribbon-cutting event? Of course. (laughs) Problem is you need somebody to volunteer to have the ribbon tied on. Of course. What better way to cap the weekend off than a visit by the Don? Mr. J dressed in full Corleone attire, mouth stuffed with paper towels, entering the room like Santa Claus at a bad office Christmas party, flanked by his trusty capos. 
I don't have any idea what that means. Uh, he would answer the questions and grant requests from the audience in a truth or dare meets Johnny Carson, Karnick the Magnificent type bit. Love the show. Son, Josh. It's a premium event. It is. That, that's a good one. That's Josh. I got some good stuff there, Josh. Um, a- April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. April Fools? April Fools, because that's the day we started. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2022. Looks like the event. Already working on it now. Mark your calendars. Huh. Maybe you want to fly up on the day before the 1st. Or early yeah. on the first because shit's going to start on the first. This is the one that gets my vote. And Alan yeah. writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. I take everything back. So after last week's show, realizing how necessary Barry was and writing an email showing my appreciation, Barry says it weirded him out. Jonathan, after I openly showed a disdain for his voice, took it in stride and even said it was funny. It was. Well, I had another epiphany this week. Barry sucks. Thank you. All I wanted was a band bank, Barry. Was that so much to ask? Mm. I was even willing to stoop to ass kissing, and it goes unappreciated. Jonathan, you are now my new favorite. I appreciate you in the absolute least weird way possible. Huh. Barry. Non-sexually. Cheers to your future coronary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> With disdain, signed Alan. That's funny. So he basically <laughs> kissing my ass didn't work, so he kissed your ass this time. I just like that he shit on you. I don't care that he kissed my ass or not. Uh, I'm voting for Josh number two because I'm that voting was voting for number two because ass was, kissing gets you nowhere. It was very constructive. It's number two. All right, All number right. two wins, and he doesn't get a bank again. Sorry, Alan. I Close, pushed, but no cigar. I pushed. Jonathan money. has zero influence. There we go. The after show immediately following the cigar authority to the ears on Wednesday, unless you're on MeWe. Go on MeWe, and you get it a day early, and you get the video portion of it. Uh, We were talking about cigars uh, being outlawed on social media and on the Internet completely. Uh, Lots of stuff going on happening in the the cigar industry right now. On that, we'll we'll dig into it. It's happening in other places, other countries, but it's coming to a theater near you Mm. uh, real soon. So be careful of that. It's time to ask the dawn. It's time to ask the Don, brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. They are mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. That's Don Rafael Cigars. And uh, this week's question is, does a cigar make me look thinner? Huh. (laughs) Barry, you go first. An 8x80 might make you look thinner. Good, good answer. Just keep checking your text messages. I'd dickhead. say yeah. I'd say yes. You think so? You can, you can choose the right cigar so you don't look as enormous. I'm smoking a sixty <laughs> ring gauge cigar right now. My hands, although my hands are still fat, they look not as fat. Why do you have, have to, to use the word enormous? That's fat shaming, and we do not allow, we do not allow fat is, shaming on this show. At least so, my wife does it. Yeah, it's, it's my mind. I can say it, and I'm not ashamed. This is how I was You're born. You're proud of this. There's nothing. When I was down 100 pounds less than this, I still had these hands. Yeah. And I don't even show you my feet. No, please don't. He's got Fred Flintstone feet. Yeah, you could just get a good look at his feet. I, I have my feet. The brakes I'm an on a eight Flintstone and a half mobile. five E width. Eight and a half, so small feet. So his foot is a e chode. Width. Foot. 
Triple E, forget it's about as it. As wide I as cannot it is get long. into a Triple E. It's five E, and it's been like that always. So special like, shoes, like hooves or like something. Like I wear these same shoes all the time. I got a whole bunch of the same shoes because I just can't get into regular shoes. Yabba dabba do. <laughs> these are my feet. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I don't know. Your next dog should be named Dino. It was well, my last D Martin. <laughs> yeah, but just Dino. Yeah. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's it. You got all the answers on that? You got it all. All right. I want to say on the cookbook, I just want to bring up the charity that all the money for the cookbook goes to. Uh, the Cigar Authority cookbook. Get it on the Cigar Authority or all those other the places. The Amazons. Yeah. All those other places. The Barnes and um, Nobles. It goes to Ironstone Farm. And if you mm-hmm. want to know more about Ironstone Farm, go to ironstonefarm.org. And you'll see that Ironstone Farm helps thousands of children and adults by combining several therapies into one highly effective experience. Top doctors and medical institutions refer clients to Ironstone because it's successful. Children with special needs learn to walk and talk. People who have never spoke before, autism, uh, teens at risk, young adults, um, special needs, including life learning skills and elderly, elderly people with memory loss. So I am taking. I would like to sign Dave up (laughs) for a session. So I'm figuring if I give money to them, when it gets really bad, they're going to take care of me tomorrow. Yeah. Well, Dave, Ironstone. That's my strategy. Befriending Asian people because they take care of old people. Ah. We just throw them in a home. So yeah, that's why I have my separate Asian family. I was looking, listening to a commercial this morning, coming to work, saying, you know, eighty percent of people are going to need. Healthcare, somebody watching over them when they get older. You better start planning now. I'm not wiping your ass, but I will pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> uh, and uh, we still no more information. And I, the Perdomos are listening. Uh, I have February 15th to February 20th, which is the ultimate trip with Perdomo to Nicaragua, hosted by Nick Perdomo himself. And it'll be the Cigar Authority. Um, and 26 of our uh, listeners will join together. That's the date, but I'd love to get more information because people need time to plan these sure. things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, Barry th- needs time to start saving. Yes, he doesn't need anything. I got him. I thank, got you, thank I got you. you guys. Really? Yeah, I got you guys. You're the best. That's it. I'll, hey, be, I'll be paying for a first-class upgrade. But uh, I have to work, though. Like you people will just be. You got to work for two hours. Two hours. The setup's going to take some time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like if it's really hot outside, I'm going to take a long time to set up. Okay. Well, you could just do it at four thirty in the morning when you get up. That's true. (laughs) It's not that hot. We could take a walk to the factory together. Let's get to the classic three-way. It's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. 
Classic Cigars. Hey, Jonathan, Jim Collison reminds you no ransom either. Oh, I don't. Yes, no ransom. I don't pay ransom. No. No, ever. Ed Sullivan is our champion because it's always been uh, people that come on yeah. the show have been winning. I'm glad we don't have any guests today. So you got a chance of holding your title or losing your title, but today is October 9th, and John Lennon, British rock and roll singer and writer from the Beatles, Strawberry Fields Forever, Help, Solo, Imagine. He was born in Liverpool, England today. Today. Today's his birthday. He's dead, but uh, died birthday. in 1980, but today is your birthday. Na, 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 na. What year was that? 1941. 41, he says. 1919. 19. 46. 46. Mr. Jonathan Sachs. He got it. 1940. You said 41. See, I've been over by one too much. Yeah. So Mr. Jonathan gets that point. 1919-1919. <laughs> Even 1940, that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, over to Mr. Jonathan. Sharon Osborne, British-American music manager, TV I don't, personality. I don't From like, Leave it to Beaver? No. no. America's Got Talent, The X Factor, wife of Ozzy Osborne. I don't like her. She, no? She, no. Was, she speaks highly of you. Oh. Right. She, she was born <laughs> in London, England today. What year? 1935. 35. 49. 49. 1955. 52. Barry will take the point. Oh, I suck. 52. Barry. It's true. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Jonathan's got a point. Barry's got a point. I got one question left and two tiebreakers over to Barry. Clyde Johnson Brown is an American singer, songwriter, and musician that scored over 18 million Albums sold over 18 million albums is, in the United States. Is he James? Clyde Jackson Brown. Is he Brown? Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. Really? You know the the song "Stay" that he did live that killed it. Must oh, be, I remember him. Must be somebody's baby. Stay. Yeah. He was born just today. a little, little bit longer. Okay. Well, I thought it was Barry. Uh, 59. 59. Uh, he's got to be older than that. Let's go uh, 1953. 53. 45. 45 for the point, for the win, 48. Mr. Jonathan wins it. Two what? to one to zero, Ed Sullivan. It's, I put a couple of music ones in there. It's Rocktober. This is your only thing. off by one on that. Come yeah. On. I put all music in there for I do you. have one email that I want to get to. Oh. It, 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 it didn't make the cut to make it into the contest, but... I would like to read it if that's okay. It's short. Uh, This is Dyson writing in. I'm curious on how many other listeners have the same problem. Three. (laughs) When I hear the word excellence or other words of that sort, it's in my head that there's an echo of Mr. Jonathan saying excellence. In the same rhetoric, when I hear donut, I get the Jose Dominguez song stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going there with big ass tank. And let's just say... The wife hates the word tank. When asking about a, when asking about a pair of jeans, I don't understand why you would ever tank. ever say the word tank if your wife shows up in a pair of jeans. I uh, enjoy you guys. I listen to the podcast piece by piece throughout the week. Good times. Uh, uh, may I suggest therapy? Well, I suggest don't refer to your wife as a tank. But no, if you listen to the ash holes. 
when they do their little read or whatever. Oh, yeah? And Aaron? Aaron. The professor? Yeah, he does it, but he doesn't do excellence. He does everything but. Yeah. Changes it up every week. Every week. And it's a different word. Absolutely. By the way, uh, <laughs> Janine Podomo just said that Nick and her are laying by the pool. Oh, nice. And they're blaring the podcast on the JB flip speaker, so everybody at the pool is stuck listening to this nonsense. Perfect, everybody. Ed- I wish I was there. Educating jealous. the world, she says. Educating the world. That's what we do. Major jealousy going on Why don't you educate here? the world on when this trip's going to be and what the details are? But uh, this is the perfect time to come up here and watch leaves dying. People are coming up from everywhere to see dead leaves. Yeah. Because they change color before they completely die, and they dry up. Well, I mean, let's be honest. You're kind of obsessed with dead leaves. Yes. You make a living on dead leaves. Dead leaves. So appreciate them. If you could smoke them. (laughs) You could. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Just don't. Nothing happens. All right. So the barber pole, the Doss Ombre barber pole, 6 by 60 Uh what do you think? Uh, very appropriately priced. It's uh, it's a good, inexpensive cigar. It'll keep the mosquitoes away. A little on the mild side. Very mild. Very slow burn. And it's a Maduro, as Jonathan mm-hmm. said. So I slid my band off it, and there's yeah, where the, it happens, the right? The Connecticut breaks. So it's a Maduro, mm-hmm. but then it's a stripe of... Um, I, don't, I don't think the... Um, like some of them, they overlap the natural Maduro together, mm. and then they put the around there. So you're actually getting two wrappers on there. Not the case when it comes here, but then again, it's three dollars, so they're not going to put they're two, not two wrappers. In too on. much effort. Yeah, no. but uh, big seller, big seller for low budget people. Uh, long fills again. You're going to get your money's worth uh, for sure. Uh, don't want to hype it up into something it's not, but it is what it is. Uh, and that's it for episode 600. Thank you. To uh, all our sponsors, all the um, different manufacturers who keep the show going, couldn't have done it without you. All the people who listen, it, it's amazing to me what the show turned turned into. I never would imagine. I have high expectations for everything I do, but I never thought it would get as big as it, as it got. We enjoy it. I do anyway. Yeah. I continue to do it. You're okay, Barry? You Saturday? I'm not believing him, but he's still he's still here. He already had checked out. He lifted the microphone up. He didn't expect to have to talk. He's already gone. And Ed Sullivan says you're going to make it to. uh, I'm going to beat the Chuck record of seven years, so I got at least three more to go. All right, so I mean, then we're going to be so close to episode one thousand. We're going to keep this show going long after you're just a memory. (laughs) Really? The show continues after I'm gone. It may. I'm okay with it. Dedicated. Yeah, Barry's okay with it, too. He doesn't do any work now. He's not going to do any work then. So it'll just be someone else doing it. And the show will be 15 minutes long. (laughs) The show I missed. Uh, Hey, somebody has to keep taking the blame for the post office. One hour and 39 minutes. uh, But we got it all today. That's it. Next week, we're going to talk trademarks in the cigar industry. It's always been an issue. What brand owners can call their cigar brand and sizes? We'll get to all of that next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority. And it's doubtful that you learned anything. Sorry, I cut you off. That's all right. (laughs) It's doubtful you learned anything this week, but if you did, that would make you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.